Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi there, you're listening to Brainwaves on 3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital and 3cr.org.au if you're listening online. My name is Lauren and today from the Brainwaves team I'm joined by Terry and she's going to introduce our guests for today. And our guests, we're delighted to have Evan Bishara, who is a long-time mental health advocate, primarily working for the multicultural community right across Australia. Evan arrived in Australia at six and is of Greek-Egyptian background. Hi, Evan. Hi, Terry. And um, can you tell us, how did you become an advocate for the multicultural community in the area of mental health? Well, first of all, I'm from a Greek-Egyptian background. Um, I arrived in Australia with my family at the age of six. That was in the 1960s. That's a long time ago. But um, I did, as you can see, I did most of my schooling. My English is pretty good. I did most of my schooling here in Australia. But um, I, um, throughout uh, all my schooling, um, I went to university at Melbourne and studied a Bachelor of Science degree where I developed some symptoms of uh, a mental illness. Uh, I wanted to study a Bachelor of Science degree to be able to get into a career where I could help people. Uh, The unfortunate circumstance of this mental illness that came to me uh, 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 sort of um, prevented me from gaining this degree. But nevertheless, I I prodded along um, uh, with professional advice and some help and some treatment. Uh, And then um, I went to uh, the Schizophrenia Fellowship of Victoria, which was now before which is currently known as Wellways Australia. Yeah. I went to one of their support groups, which was run by um, an old lady. I shouldn't say this, but she's a very lovely lady, Greek Greek uh, background. Uh, Carly Paxanos was her name, and she was she used to run a support group there. And uh, I managed to link into that, and uh, she used to bring uh, uh, things. She used to... Uh, bring food to feed us and uh, and get the support group running. Um, I think it was once a month that used to run. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually she picked up on my talents and uh, she said, Evan, look, we, we think about uh, your talents. You, you went to school, you did HSC, you, um, we want you to become an advocate in this mm. field in the area of multicultural. So we, me and Carly together went to see... Uh, Professor Harry Minnis, who was the director back then of the Victorian Transcultural Mental Health Service ah. in Victoria. and uh, uh, Was that based at St Vincent's? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's based at St Vincent's, but I it's see. a statewide service, oh, right. uh, Terry. Yep. And so Harry, um, in, in his um, um, uh, kind way, he uh, approached the department and sought out funding to be able to get me an employed job. Fantastic. And, and then uh, he said, I want to see you in a week's time. So I rolled up in a week and said, Evan, we want you to work 40 hours a week. I said, hang oh. on a minute. Hang Whoa. on, hang on, Harry. I said, I can't work 40 hours a week with the, the symptoms I've got and uh, the illness I've got. Um, I'd like to start off with five hours a week. Mm-hmm. So we started off five hours a week for, I think, two, three, hours, two, three years. Then we progressed it to 10 hours a week uh, the, the next three years. 
15 hours a week the following three years. Then it went to 20 hours a week. So with that in mind, I kept doing voluntary work as well Mm. for Wellways as well. I went out as a community educator, was one of their prime ambassadors um, and uh, community educator, uh, their PR person, if you Mm -hmm. like, and used to go to a lot of public and private schools to give a sense of positiveness about mental health uh, and mental illness to the youth of uh, Victoria mm. because I was focusing on the youth because I, I, I knew that the youth would shape up the future. Yeah. So in all fairness, I, they Harry provided me an office there at the St Vincent's where I worked 20 hours a week as a mental health advocate for... Uh, up to 16 years now. Fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, just recently I s- retired though from that post, but I still have other um, positions and other projects and programs that I'm working throughout Australia uh, in mental health. Yeah, still mm. doing that, keep myself busy. Wow, what an interesting story. Mm. And how much hope it can give people who may have very early symptoms and if they know that there's treatment out there and there are roles that people can go on to, um, your story would be very inspiring, I imagine. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the earlier the treatment is managed, the earlier the illness is managed through treatment and yep. uh, advice and uh, and heeding on advice, not just listening to the advice, but working towards uh, acting on the advice that people, yep. the professionals are telling you. And also the individual wanting to get better too, you know. You can lead a horse, horse to water, but you yep. can't make him drink. That's the saying. Mm. So people, a lot of professionals can give you great advice on how to get better. Unless a person wants to take and heed on that advice and yep. act on it, then the individual won't get better. So that, that, that's my philosophy around uh, advice and and uh, getting better in treatment and um, trying to get back on your footsteps and being into the community doing either voluntary work or paid work. Um, Look, there's nothing wrong with voluntary work. I did it for a number of years. Uh, I learned a lot of skills through it. I networked with a lot of people. I got to meet some great people in my voluntary capacity and my paid work also did the same. So um, uh, I think one of the best... uh, uh, forms of treatment would be to get a job out in the community if possible i think that that's paid or unpaid paid or unpaid yeah. yes yeah i i think if 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 paid is a struggle to trying to get paid work as as the um employment situation is out there mm. if that's a, a, a concern and uh, uh, troublesome to get go for voluntary work yeah because voluntary work can lead to paid work yes yeah um, now, we were especially interested in your role as a multicultural advocate. And so can you tell us a bit more about the communities that you linked in with sure. and how you helped them sure. with their connection with sure. appropriate sure. services? Um, look, I was given the role of ad- addressing what you just said. Mm, and Very, it, very important. Yeah, yeah, so I thought about starting up a self-mutual oh, support yes. group. yeah. In the area of multicultural mental health yeah. and it was a statewide focused group so anyone from the state of victoria could come to this group right it was run at st vincent's at ah, the yeah. transcultural unit there and it was run once a month i invited guest speakers to come and ah. speak from the community on yep. various topics 
on ways to engage into the community in a meaningful way for people with mental health. Mm. I opened it up to anyone in the community, not just people from mental health, not just multicultural people, but anyone in the community who was interested to come to the group. Mm. So it was a it was a good group. It was one of the first actual support groups in multicultural mental health Australia wide mm. to have progressed in that way and it's been it's been running for 16 years and it's still ongoing hopefully it's still there if people want to join it it's still there if you make contact with the vtmh now what's that stand for sorry the victorian transcultural mental health unit and a unit vincent's yeah st vincent's hospital in melbourne yeah or if they can contact 3cr here through you terry you can contact me and we can link them into that multicultural group by all means, we'll be happy to do that. Fabulous. They attend the group once a month. Usually it's on a Tuesday, but the day may vary. Yeah. And um, and with that in mind, they get a free lunch served and they get to meet people in similar circumstances to theirs. And how many people usually attend? Well, it, the, the group attendance varies from month to yes. month, obviously. I may have a dozen, I may have half a dozen. Yep. Sometimes I have 30 or 40 people. Yeah. Well, if it's a good guest... Uh, guest speaker it may go to 30 people Mm. and sometimes we organize activities for the groups too it's not just listening to a guest speaker speaking we organize the what we had a ymca day camp trip for the group just recently and i was all fascinated we went up to mount martha one of the groups one of the camp groups there yes and the people did some team building exercises Ah. and we had lunch there and we, we we enjoyed the the, the nice air there as yeah. well. And um, um, a few years back, we had, we had a three-day camp by the YMCA as well. And uh, we also had an art uh, workshop where people Lovely. can put paint on canvas yes. as well. And um, how did you find, did you get many people coming from country Victoria? Uh, Yes, uh, there, there were a few that did yeah. come country Victoria, but not on a regular basis, obviously. But there were a few that would come from country Victoria, but most of them would be metropolitan-based yes. because of the transport circumstance yes. and the distance. But um, but I also had in mind to encourage other people who wanted to start multicultural mental health mm. groups as well mm. so if i saw someone like carly saw me yes that had talent and was able to start a group i would uh, pro mentor them through that process and hopefully they would uh, commence a multicultural mental health group in their local area and did you hear about any groups that started yeah, up we did start one in broad meadows oh, a, a while back yep um, and uh, that eventuated for um, a, a period of time, then it died down. We had one in Q as well, Multicultural Q Group, and that ran for about three to four years, I yep. think, and that died down. But these groups, a lot of work has been put into having them to be sustainable. Yes. And to, in order to sustain these groups, a person has to keep on promoting the group, yes. has to go on... Um, um, uh, advertising that the group's there in the community as much as possible, going to different community, multicultural community groups mm. and promoting the groups as much as possible. Mm. And that takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. And so that, having that, having said that, 16 years are good, you know, good time. You to, made a massive contribution, Yeah, Evan. yeah, thank mm. you. 
Thank you. And uh, it certainly wasn't just from me. It was all those around me that helped me. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I can see I've been working with you for a couple of years now. I think I first met you... Uh, I've got a brochure of yours. I went to yeah. um, the Thames conference. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And I found a brochure and okay. I eventually rang you up probably a year after I'd been to the conference okay. and we had a great conversation. Yeah, I yeah. just thought it was fantastic yeah. what you were doing. Yeah, thank you, Terry. Yeah. Uh, I, I really would like to encourage as many other people out there to do the same if they can because it, it is a... It is a... Uh, it is a um, uh, an area of work that is needful in the community it is an area of work that is um, if trained it can be easily done it's not it's not a difficult job to do uh, it's it's the, the the main the main ingredient of intellect that is needed is the lived experience of a mental illness yes. having that having said that having the lived experience of a mental illness and having been able to go through the journey of recovery and being able to get treatment and being able to say and state how a person got better to others mm. can be very, very rewarding for others to hear. Certainly can. Yeah. Mm. And I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories of other people from different cultures and of stuff course, throughout yeah. your, your time with the unit, um, learning about different people's experiences growing up and everything like that would be very, very rewarding as well. That, that, that is right, Lauren. It, it's, a, it's a network of people working with one another. It's, um, it's reciprocating uh, to each other uh, ideas, um, ways of getting better and working with one another in, in, uh, in trying to um, develop the mental health service, the mental health system in, in a much um, uh, better way for serving the people of the future, yeah. Because yeah. we are a multicultural state and a country. Yeah. I mean, I loved Turnbull being so proud of us being a multicultural community on yeah. TV today or this yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask about, you were saying if people get the training, where could they go and get training to work towards being a, an advocate for their multicultural well, com- mental of, health community? Well, a lot community? of organisations, NEMI um, Australia. What does that stand for, NEMI, Evan? NEMI yeah. used to stand for Northeastern Area Mental, mental Illness. Of, for mental illness. Ah, yeah, yes. For people with yes. mental illness. Yep. Um, but now... That was a little organisation that has grown into a national organisation. And now it's called NEMI National. Uh, They offer training. Wellways Australia. They do. They offer a lot of training. They do. Um, uh, ADEC, Action and Disability for Ethnic Communities. Oh. They sometimes offer training for people with disabilities as well. And so. we're talking mental health disability. Yes, yes. Oh, fantastic. Yes. So there, there, there are. There are pockets of training out there. Yes. VMIAC. Yeah, the, oh now what does that stand yeah, for? The Victorian Mental Illness Awareness Council. Yes. Right? That's the consumer peak body in mental health in Victoria. Yeah. They offer training too. They have education sessions. Yep. Uh, once a month and they oh. also have uh, yeah, VMIAC is um, is a well-known organization that was started out by a lovely lady Isabel Collins. I don't know if Isabel's listening to this, but uh, she's a lovely lady and she uh, commenced the progress of VMIAC. Ah. And now it's an established organisation to a, 
uh, a peak body yes. in Victoria that looks after consumers. And, and if anyone has any idea of any project or program or any idea that they want to run, if they want to run a poetry uh, uh, class or if they want to run a music class or if they want to run an art class. For people with mental health conditions. Yes, primarily right. for they, they just run VMAC and, and they... They, they will mentor them into that process. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, they've got the yeah. facilities there. They're based in Brunswick. They've got the facilities there. They've got the right people to train people. Mm. And um, they, they, they give people a go. Mm. And that's the good thing about VMAC. You're given the opportunity and you're given a go. Amway Ways Australia yes, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they they, yeah. they were once just for the carers. Now they're carers and consumers, you know, yeah. so which is good. It, and it's, it's good broadened to see out from schizophrenia to the full range of mental health conditions. Very much so. Yes. And, and, and it's good to see that the diversity has come through because there's nothing better than growing through diversity. Mm. Diversity uh, makes people grow. And you were telling me about the awards that you've been given. Right. You want to tell us about the two past ones and the possible one coming up well, next week? Wellways Australia, that were called Schizophrenia Fellowship back then. Yes. They awarded me the Community <laughs> Services Award in, I think, 2011. I could be wrong there. But then it was that around about that time, yep. the Community Service Award. Last year, I got the Diversity Award from VMIAC to do, do and we'll remind people what VMIAC stands for. Yeah, again. the Victorian Mental Illness Awareness Council. Council. Yeah, the Diversity Award. The That's Diversity fantastic, Award Kevin. Year. And just recently, I got a letter in the post saying I've been nominated to the Inspire Award which is uh, funded through the Supreme Court of Victoria. Fantastic. For human rights and community volunteering. and uh, Maybe um, we need to make the announcement um, at the, the next uh, Brainwaves team uh, uh, interview. Yes. Where, you know, if we're here, we'd like to know what well, happened. At this stage, I've been nominated and the awards day is next week and I'll find You've out You've been told week. to be there. I've been told to be there, but I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. Yeah. I've been told to be there. <laughs> So I'm taking my wife and um, and uh, yeah and hoping uh, I'm Fantastic. hoping to meet some nice people there. That's yeah. I like I like meeting people in this area of work because yes. they've I, I I value people that work in this area a mm. lot because it it takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of uh, time, mm. it takes a lot of um, uh, brave courage, braveness and courage yes. yeah, to mm. be able to speak up about mental health, mm -hmm. mental illness, and especially when it's a, 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 a personal mm. story of recovery as well, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned earlier you grew up um, as sort of a part of both the Greek and Egyptian cultures. Yes. How did growing up influence your mental health like journey? Well, I think it it helped. It helped mm. being in those different cultures. It um, it uh, it just I felt inclusive to those cultures, and I um, as you know the illness itself, mental illness. Um, one of the symptoms is uh, feeling isolated. Mm. Ah. Yeah, but I didn't have that feeling at all because I had a, a, a collective family. My family was sort of very. Uh, um, uh, uh, 
very connected to the uh, Greek culture, mm. very connected to the Arabic culture, the Egyptian culture, through networks of uh, churches that they went to, right. through networks of uh, other other um, community groups that they also associated with. So I had that, that linkage with people continually. And my dad also, when he, um, when he sponsored a few migrants to come yep. here back then, uh, you would sponsor migrants to come yes. over. And um, these migrants, these people that came over, were living in our household too. So mm. I felt connected with people mm. all the time. So I, didn't, I, have, I, I was able to alleviate myself or, or um, uh, 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 avoid isolation, if you like, yep. as much as possible. And were there people in your communities who also had a mental health condition in your cultural communities? Yes, there were, there yep. were, and I tried to link in through them in, yep. in, in their languages too because I speak Greek fluently and I speak Arabic fluently. Right. The, the Australian Greek welfare of uh, Australia... Yep. Uh, which is the, a welfare service for the Greek community, which now are called Pronya. Yes. Uh, they've all linked me into a few of their um, uh, networks to be able to speak as a community educator and from a lived experience mm. as well and what I gained out of being a volunteer. And very important given that Melbourne is the second largest Greek city in the world. Is, Th is that the case? That's still true. Today? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, no, that's very true. And so there is there is um, a large uh, percentage out there with with a mental health issue. Mm. And so the, the welfare, the Greek Welfare um, uh, Service of Australia, or what's called Pronya now, are doing their best to meet those demands. Mm. Um, other services are as well. There's the welfare service in, within the Greek Orthodox Church as well. Yep. And that's also doing the best that they could meet too yep. with their demands as well. What about mm. um, members of uh, uh, groups like the Greek Orthodox community who might find themselves that they're gay and, and how do they find support for themselves in, mm. in their world here in, mm. in Victoria? Mm. That's a very tricky question because the Greek Orthodox faith don't um, believe in this, uh, yes. in this nature of uh, living. But um, uh, it, it is a, it is a, a difficult um, um, topic to discuss. Uh, I know that the um, the church leaders uh, of the the Greek Orthodox faith don't don't believe in in, in this uh, area yes. of. Um, so um, how does someone who mm, grew up in that sort of community yeah. deal with their Re really, situation? Really, Terry, to answer that question, I haven't associated with anyone in yep. that right in that right. Yeah. So I can't really respond to that. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose. Uh, They'll have to deal with uh, the situation w if it comes at hand. Yes. Certainly, it uh, it is something that's uh, been uh, uh, come across the 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 um, the heads of the church. It's come across their minds. They're aware They're of it. They're aware of it, yes, yes, certainly. And they've approached parliamentarians about it as well. Uh -huh. So, uh, in in, um, in in answering those questions, I'm really um, uh, not really. Uh, really well informed to answer no. those questions. Yeah. I, I did raise it with you mm. a while ago and you came up with a very practical suggestion about mm. 
other um, statewide services yeah. that could help someone in that situation. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, there, 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 are, there are there are services out there, certainly. Yeah. That, 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 that had the multicultural Greek um, community as well. Look, I have... Uh, uh, I believe that there would be services yes. out there f- to yep. cater for those needs. Yep. Um, look, be, the, the need is there. If there's a need, there will be a service to associate yes. that need. Yeah. So or a service will be created for that need, mm. it, it, whether it be a community service mm. or whether it be a, 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 a mental health service, whether it be um, uh, uh, some other service. I'm sure there will be a service there to to link in Help with those people. Yes, yeah, um, in, in that situation. Dealing with that sense of isolation that you were talking about earlier, you know, yeah. it would be mm. quite quite significant. Yeah. yeah. So we've yeah. just got time for maybe one more question. Got another yeah. one or two minutes. Is there anything right. else, he, He's a great talker, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, um, yeah. No, no, it's fabulous, yeah, um, thank Evan. You. Thank you so much. Sure. Now, um, we know what a fascinating career you've had. Um, your CV is mind-boggling, really. You know, I congratulate you. It's just <laughs> so you. full That's and so many years wonderful. of experience. Yeah. But I do understand that you're now semi-retired. Yeah. And what do you do in your semi-retirement as a mental health advocate? Well, as a semi-retired person, I sort of uh, take the roles of um, look addressing the national. Um, uh, uh, projects or programs that that I feel that are, are more needful in the community to be addressed. Uh-huh. Suicide prevention. Yes. Um, I'm in um, the Suicide Prevention Australia. They run a number of projects that I link myself with. Fantastic. Yeah, the NDIS. Uh, the is National there any, um, you know, is there any cultural breakdown? We're talking about we're losing twice as many people to suicide as we do in car accidents. Mm. Is there any breakdown in cultural cohorts? Or I mean, I've often heard that more men are suicide and more people in the country suicide, yeah. men in the country. Yeah. I don't know about cultural um, uh, breakdowns. Well, look, the Greek Orthodox faith yep. doesn't believe in suicide. Right. right? And, uh, and uh, having said that, that avo- avoids people from committing suicide in I some way it's, it, it's a deterrent towards yes. it you know knowing that uh, spiritual yes. faith and having strong belief in in god and and the greek orthodox faith and knowing that they don't believe in uh, committing suicide that deters a person to commit suicide mm-hmm. um i know that it's done that to me um fantastic early in my years i had suicide ideology yes but knowing now that uh, because i'm stronger in faith and stronger with my greek orthodox religion Mm. i deter to think about it at all it helps Mm. yeah it helps it helps to in in suicide completely um the other thing the ndis the national disability insurance scheme is another national project that i'm getting involved with as well yeah well that's that's very important isn't it yeah yeah it is yeah Okay, so um, yeah, there's been, certainly been a lot of conversation about the mental health component of the NDIS in the news in the last couple of days. Yeah. But I guess that's another topic for another another, another time. Another, yeah. It'll be a yes. whole, whole new topic. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's all that we have time for on Brainways today. Thank you so much, Evan, for joining you, us Lauren. on the show and staring, sharing a bit of your story and a bit of your knowledge and wealth of experience Thank you, Lauren. with all of our listeners. You. you can catch more of our shows, brainwaves.org.au or on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au. We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm for a new episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.